12. A quick thank you to everyone that shared the last episode. It was really good to get messages from new listeners saying they enjoyed the podcast. So keep sharing it, please. And keep messaging us, tagging us, all the other things that you do on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Book Off Banter. And keep the emails coming to bookoffbanter at gmail.com. This episode, we're going to tell you about our equestrian bucket list. Um, but first, we're going to have a quick catch-up on what we've been doing. Carla, are you going to go first? Okay. Back? I can do. I, I won't be very long because <laughs> I don't really feel like I've done... I don't really feel like I've done a lot, to be honest. Um, I'm just ticking over with Vince, not doing a huge amount. He starts again properly, actually, this weekend coming. For the first time, this is the longest time my horses have lived out. Uh, they've just had to. I've been so busy. The thought of mucking out four stables a day, I just I haven't got the time. It's like I'm literally up until midnight at the moment because obviously um, I sell some stuff through Muddy Mayhem and I've created a range of mugs and stuff like that. And they've gone a little bit through the roof. And because it's just little on me dealing with it yeah. all, I'm struggling a little bit. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's so, one of those as well, uh, isn't it? It's like make hay when the sun shines because it's Christmas. Exactly. You just oh, like... exactly. Exactly. January, you know, the rest of the year, it's going to be pretty quiet. I have got some ideas, some stuff, other exciting stuff coming out. So I'm hoping that it will carry on. Maybe not quite at this relentless pace because I just want to go to bed before midnight. <laughs> so, yeah, the horses are all living out. Vince, I keep just, I drag him in and I ride him and then I turf him back out again. They seem quite happy, actually. They're all, they're all holding their weight well, and they, sit, they are getting a lot of haylage, but they all seem quite happy. Vince, obviously, in true Vince style, is escaping every so often to uh, create chaos and mayhem, because that's what he does. Um, but, you know, the builders are now quite used to him, and they're just like, oh, it's Vince <laughs> out again, you know, and he's like... So luckily, luckily, the builder that was scared of him, we had an incident with the builder that was scared of him and couldn't go to the toilet if Vince was around. Uh, oh, I, because Vince was used to stand by the toilet. No got pressure. Like, to do. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not like he'd see a horse, he'd be like, feel it, like, compare himself <laughs> or something. He couldn't go. No, it was like that. So these guys, quite, they just make sure that he can't get anywhere where he shouldn't go and they just leave him alone. And Vince it just, does his, Vince just does his own thing. Um, so obviously, I'm relentless with that. Um, I haven't even started my Christmas shopping. <gasps> Don't oh, know. my God. Like, that that gives me anxiety i feel like i need to come and do your christmas shopping for you i keep meaning to do it and i go oh, i will do my christmas shopping and then i get distracted you know i bought a massive blow-up turkey suit <laughs> um last weekend i bought a christmas tree dress well an outfit which is a christmas tree outfit i get very distracted well that's, um, it's good to know that you're prioritizing I know. I think I just panic, and I just, I'll just buy some Christmas. <laughs> just panic and buy an inflatable turkey. Yeah, I just kind of go. I just buy some Christmas stuff, Carla, and so I do. Um, and yeah, so today I went to Aldi, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to buy some Christmas bits, you know, like little nibbly bits and chocolate and stuff like that." I did buy a bottle of their Baileys. They do like a fake Baileys, which is really nice. Bought a bottle of that. I also bought the dogs' Christmas jumpers. And Oscar, a Christmas jumper that matches the dog's Christmas jumpers, which he's over the moon about. Um, so, yeah, not going so great, the Christmas shopping. I've got ages yet, though, haven't I? I've got ages. I got, like you know, your polar opposite. I think I start in I play, September. Oh, my God. To be lists, fair, there's a lot. And I have a wrapping scheme for every year, which, like, I'll spend hours choosing a wrapping scheme. A wrap? What? Do you, 
a wrapping scheme. So like last year, they were brown, like, you know, brown paper parcels with twigs that I'm making myself sound like such a loser here. Okay, I'm officially a Christmas loser. Um, I'd gone and got twigs and I stuck the twigs to the parcels and then individually stuck tiny little <laughs> glittery red pom-poms to look like berries and then tied a red glittery bow on each present. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not even being funny now. I'm sure it looked lovely. It did. They're just gonna. They're just gonna rip it off. Honestly, I adore Christmas. Wrapping is one of I, my favourite things in the world. I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I'm all over the blow-up turkey suit and the Christmas tree outfit. I Lesson. love Christmas. I love, love, love it so much. No one's got time for little bows and stuff like that. Do you know something? We always laugh about me. When I wrap a Christmas present, my husband says, I don't need to put a tag on it because basically it's the most badly wrapped Christmas present under the tree. I just literally, I, you know, I love, you know, I just try and turn everything into a cracker, just screw it up at both ends. Oh, yeah, so let's, uh, let's move on. I mean, that... It distressed well, no, you me. You haven't told me what you've been up to. Oh, and see how distressed I am? <laughs> you've got me all of a fluster. Um, I... twig twigs for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this year I'm going to, I think I'm going to do tree, little trees with actual bits of tree. Um, do you sometimes wonder if you might have a bit too much time on your hands? <laughs> oh, no, like some, the, when Henry was a baby, um, so we would have been like probably about eight months. We were up, me and Ben, and Ben wants to kill himself because he's not down with this sort of antics. Um, I kind of feel, I'm kind of <laughs> with him on that. If I'm, if I'm with. We've been up at like one in the morning and I was using um, fingerprints to make Rudolph faces, like with Henry, who was eight months and wanted no part in it, and then using little goggly eyes and DeMontes for the nose. I mean... I I kind of respect your commitment in one half of me. And then another half of me is thinking, girl, it's Christmas. Just get on the Baileys and like turn everything into a cracker. No, like Please. when people say, oh, I've got so much wrapping to do and, I, and I'd hate it. That upsets me because I'm like, let me do your wrapping because that would make my Christmas is doing your wrapping. If, if I lived closer, I would love to come and do all your wrapping. I feel like people who don't like wrapping should let people like me do their wrapping. It's like a Christmas. You thing. like you, but you like wrapping. It's one of my favorite things. Like I'm not even kidding. I love it. I can't. I can't. I'm really. St- I'm what? No, you're winding me up, aren't you? Here. No, I love it. Anyway, what do you, love? What do you love about? To be fair, I've discovered. I've been doing these like um these mo- these little pictures. And I make these teeny tiny rosettes on them. Mm-hmm. And I do find making these little tiny rosettes incredibly, incredibly relaxing. See, it's like but the same I just, sort of thing. I just find, but I just thought it's because everything else in my life at the moment is so manic and I'm rushing around everywhere. Yeah, but I, I think... actually just get to sit down in front of the crown and make these little rosettes is quite, it's actually just the fact that I'm sitting down. I think that's basically me. the same. It's like when everything else is chaotic and rushed, to be able to just sit and wrap presents and then look at something that looks pretty at the end of it. It's like therapy. 
So anyway, I'm going to tell you about my news because my ponies are here. Oh, fantastic. Eventually, I'm so excited. The poor bloody ponies don't know whether they're coming or going because Henry's inflicted himself upon them. And oh like, my God. Well, they will be the most bomb-proof well, thing. I was going to say, they are going to be bomb-proof, aren't they? He just like terrorises them and they just... They are so, so different to warm bloods. Ben now wants to sell all of my horses and only have Connemaras and Cobbs. Because they got off the lorry and just kind of went, eh, all right. Went in the barn. Okay. You give them a hay net and they're like, that's fine. Just whatever you do with them, they're just taking their stride. Whereas mine are still spooking at things around the farm that they lived (laughs) their whole damn life. These Connemaras just like walk past them. It's just like no fuss with them. It's really a surreal experience that they're the most bizarre like normal horses and make mine just look like they need some serious counseling so that was my good news oh and also money won i went to a show and i'd read that book and honestly that book has made such a difference i am in love with that book and he won. The fear and he bubble was, one. Yeah. The one, was, the one we talked about. Middleton, we talked about last week. Yeah. I told, you, it's cha- I told you, it changed my life reading that. He was such a good boy. And now it's changed yours. Yeah. And I went to um, Charlie Irwin talk. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to in uh, January, I think. Oh, I feel like I'm going to pee on your strawberries now. No, it's all right. He's, he's fairly, what he does is fairly generic. I've been before to one of his talks. So I was really excited. But then I went and I was just like, oh. I didn't really get anything out of that and I really, oh, really? wanted to but I came away mm. with like nothing new and I was like oh, to really? them, you know what helped me more was that book way yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that talk um oh, really yeah and I I was gutted because yeah, I but was to be fair Char- so I mean excited. Charlie is quite and Charlie's quite easy on the eye so it's not well, like a that complete helped. waste of money yeah. isn't it yeah, it's not a complete waste of money, is it? So, you know, think of it that way. Every cloud. You've got an evening out, every cloud, an evening out, and he's all right to look at, so. Yeah. He's, he's an engaging speaker, isn't he? he he's, he's nice to, you know, he's very good at what he does and how he talks yeah. and stuff. So, you know, like I you might not have... If you didn't, if you hadn't looked into sports psychology at all, I think you'd probably mm. get something out of it. But I think, you know, mm. that book that I talked about last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd already got loads of strategies that I just kind of felt oh I'm not I'm like no further forward which I was just I liked his stuff I liked his stuff that Charlie did last time I went which was talking about sort of like a growth mindset and that was quite good for me like uh, instead and talking about processes so instead of worrying about the outcome all the time just thinking about controlling the processes was it was it kind of yeah I think that's something though that like I've read in so many yeah yeah okay. it's it's kind of just like samey samey i mean the only thing i'll not spoil it for you but he bases his talk around something that somebody else has done and the thing that this other person's done is fucking insane like the most mind-blowing thing ever but i more felt like i could have just watched that video and i would have been probably as inspired yeah yeah but anyway interesting um belinda has gone to boot camp with carla so She's living a worse life there. No, <laughs> different Carla. Um, and last news is the sock thing. We have had so many messages about the sock thing. It's We've 50, divided 50 the nation. Split. Yeah. I told, we have divided the nation. We said there was going to be no politics and then we probably <laughs> brought the socks in and 
I think there's people in livery yards that don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> we have brought the real issues to the table the here. Forefront, you can forget about Brexit because this is what we're talking about. The pairs of socks. I was amazed. But you know, my trainer rang me, literally rang me and said, what the fuck are you wearing one pair of socks for? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, it's Come. a collar thing. I was like, yeah. do not tell me you do the same. And she was like, seriously, what are you wearing? One pair of socks for? That's weird. Like, it's, it's not it weird. It is incredibly weird. It is not weird. And lots of people agreed with me. It was, it was like a proper but lots of people. Lots of people agreed with me too. I actually the tried to find it. Maybe I will. Do it. They'll be do it and you'll never look back. I mean obviously don't go for your <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know something? Leave your uh wrap in till the last minute like I do. <laughs> Christmas no. Eve wrapping. Anyway, let's go back to socks. Yes. Um quite frankly, you don't want two thick pairs. No. Sometimes when it's cold, a thick pair and a thin pair. Outside one is always pretty much thin. Trying to look what I've got on now. I've got thick ones on now. I've got a thin one and a thick. I've got a thin one underneath, a thick one over the top. Seriously, I got such a shock no. when she rang me. Like she's, she's just like, Katie, what are you doing with one pair of socks? Agreed, a hundred percent agreed. I mean, she knows. Yeah, it's it's one pair of socks is weird, and I'm not even going to say that I'm going to try the one pair of socks because like you just have like your bottom of your breeches in contact with your legs. Your jeans would be in contact with the bottom of your legs. What's the difference? They're, they're breeches. Well, it's just the same as skinny jeans. If anything, it's better because they've got, you know, that nice soft stuff that I like, you know, on breeches. Anyway, I think we're going to have to move I on. Can't, because... I, this basically, the next 12 episodes of... Yeah, it's of, just going to be us going around us the circles. You're wrong. About socks. <laughs> I think people you know, might start to switch off. Dare we go to, at some point to knickers? Oh. oh well then me and my trainer started talking about knickers oh did so, you yeah did we did so i was freaked out by a friend of mine who said that she, when she rode well and, and this isn't a friend in inverted commas this is an actual friend yeah. and i was freaked out by her she said when she rode she didn't wear any knickers <gasps> i know how weird i was like oh i don't know how i feel about you now lou that's yeah uh, that's brave. I, I mean, if you I'm not being off, funny. How many times? Oh, I, who needs to fall off? Have you seen the seams that are in the inside yeah. of breeches? She must have a fairy like leather. Doesn't <laughs> like being sandpapered every time she rides. <laughs> She'll not need a wax. She'll be bald. You don't, don't wax. <laughs> oh my goodness! Unbelievable. And I'm like. Do you know? And you know, she probably told me this a few years ago, and I've never been able to let it go. I've kind of just thought this is too weird. What too are you weird. riding? Thongs. Oh, now me and her were talking about how weird that is. That is weird. What a thong! Yes, that is weird. So what are you riding? Knickers. Well, like big knickers. Like Marks and Spencer. This is doing me no favors. Like, thank <laughs> God I am married. My underwear drawer is seriously is not attractive. I have nice bras, and then I have very functional knickers. Like, but do they not match? Well, they can't oh. because actually, to be fair, they wouldn't anyway. I have to buy my bras from Bravissimo, and the knickers oh. are expensive. It's like fifteen okay. pounds for a pair of All knickers. Right. Jog on. I'd rather go knickerless. Okay. Um, Don't do yeah. that. But yeah. <laughs> so, no, I just wear like really plain, seam-free boring knickers 
See, I I wear a thong. Lucky man. I tell you something. (laughs) To be fair, though, I don't think Sam's much luckier. The fact that I rock because I don't think it's particularly an attractive sight. Me in a thong, bit like I think he's sharing. I think he's sharing a room in a sumo. Like cut you in. It's all like it's. I don't, it's all I wear, so I don't know any different. But are you not having to pull it out all the time? No, not really. I find that I get more, more butt munch if I wear like big knickers, because mm. the thong's supposed to be there. So it kind of just, I kind of just know it's there. Ooh. I find them quite comfortable. I find them quite comfortable, apart from the time I had that dressage lesson in the one with lace on, and I chaffed myself to smithereens. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was I... chaffage like no. I had to put pseudo creme down. Do you know what I mean? It was not good. I can't believe you're riding a thong. Like, that is a risky business right there. It's not risky. Honestly, what's risky about it? Well, obviously, oh. apart from the chaffage, but that only <laughs> happened once. Yeah, it only happened selling once. it to me. But, like, like so, you're not selling me yours. What, I mean, what, anyway. What, what? They're sensible and practical. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> Um, yeah, but what about like VPL and stuff like that? You just don't care. No, about you that don't get them. I really don't like VPL. Um, that you don't get them because the knickers are really good. Well, I'm sticking to my thong. Good old MS, seam free. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, not, people. Not sponsored. Oh, no. MS, come on. Send me some knickers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear their thongs. thongs. <laughs> you can, they can wear the big ones and we'll, we'll be laughing. Yeah, M&S, sponsor us. Um, yeah, people, this is your new underwear question. We're going to have an underwear question every week. It'll be bras next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what knickers do you ride in? But we are now going to move on because we've gone way off piste as per usual. Um, as usual. To our equestrian bucket list. Do you have an equestrian bucket list? Let, I want to hear yours first. Okay, I have four. So my oh. first one is... I want to jump around 130s, which I don't seem to be getting any closer to, but, you know, one day. My next one is, <laughs> this is so off-piste, I really want to have a turn at barrel racing. That is bizarre. It looks the best fun ever. Do you not just see that and just think, that looks amazing? No. Really? Not really. I don't think, I don't think it's really registered with me. It just looks like a bit like Jim Carner games. That looks so much fun. So I'd like to do that. Um, I would like to have a go at dressage to music at like a half decent level. Okay. But I don't do dressage. Well, so no. Neither do I. <laughs> that's problematic, but we can work around it. And last of all, I would absolutely love to go bloodhounding. <gasps> have you never been? No. It is the best fun, honestly. I wasn't prepared for it. So I went with chancer my old boy and do you know something it is so amazing and it's also so civilized you basically rock up at 10 o'clock and you have like uh, the one i used to go to they have three runs and so you get up you have your meat you know have a bit of uh, uh, raspberry gin was at our meat some sausage rolls or whatever and then the bloodhound set off after the runner give a chance for the runner to get ahead and then you set off after him and you literally just gallop full pelt jumping everything anyway if it's a jumping mate and you don't stop until they catch the, the runner and then the bloodhounds basically lick the runner to death and then you have a bit more gin and a bit of a rest and then they do the same again three times 
and it is just the best fun because obviously because it's a person they can pick a really good trail yeah. for you they can pick the best ground they can go you know they really pick the jump and it is oh my god it was just so much fun i loved it so much it was fast and it was furious and you would love it you would absolutely love it so i can't believe you've never done it well the nearest pack to us is yorkshire um and so uh, like and i've never had a horse that would do it mine are proper no. like children you have one of, yeah but you have to take one of these ponies well that's what i'm gonna do oh you'd so love it. you'd love it for my 30th ben was like you know let's hire you a horse and go go blood hounding and someone was gonna lend me a horse and then the horse bloody typically went lame a couple of days before oh. and then it was one of those things i just never got round to doing it um but now I'm so excited because I'm totally going to be taking Connemara's bloodhounding. Absolutely. In oh my God, you would love it so much. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was so much fun. I loved, I did love it. I didn't basically do as much of it again as I would have liked. We have a few meets nearby and I kind of think I should get back. The meet, the, the pack that I used to go to was just like the friendliest guys as well. You didn't have to plat. You know, there was none of these yeah, like airs and braces and stuff I, it was just Mind I wouldn't have to plaque anyway, would I? That's the advantage. No, right. mm. But it was just such, such great fun. And um, yeah, I, I would recommend blood hunting to anybody. I, I think these commies to... are like basically not a business and they're just so that I can go venting. Yeah, they're just yeah and blood hunting. Yeah. And actually I even thought about being a runner a few times and because I, I used to do a bit of running and uh, I kind of thought that would be quite good fun to be chased down by a pack of dogs. I'd love that. Nice dog, love those bloodhounds. Yeah, not not gonna like tear me apart. No, but, like, limb from limb. Gonna be a big lick. Yeah, there's gonna be a big lick when they catch me. So yeah, oh god, yeah, great fun, absolutely. All right, so right, mine. List. I've blarted on and on and on and on about my first one more yeah. times than I care to think about, which is the Ghost Two Star, and I kind of kind of almost get there, and then it moves a little bit, and I just um, but yeah, that's the big one. Um, you know, I, I didn't grow up with a pony. I was sort of ponyless as a kid. And I, my first experience was going to watch an international horse trials and seeing um, these people warming up. And it was top hat and tails in those days um, and thinking, this is what I want to do. And I remember writing a letter to, um, it was the British Horse Society back then. Um, and they had a horse trials group. And I wrote to them asking them how, I could ride in a top hat and tails. Okay, I was only nine, all right? It wasn't like I was 16 and I did this. I was only nine. And the lovely, lovely lady, I don't, I don't know who she is. I never found out who she was, wrote back to me and told me that it was one star, which it was then, one star, um, which was now it's classed as two star. And so basically, since I've been about 10 years old, that's been the dream to get to that level. And I'm 40-something and I still haven't quite got there. This has driven me. And like I said, I think I came the closest I've ever come to the show. I'm qualified for it now. There is that. That's good. So, so next year, I think I've been saying next year um, for about four years now. But next That's year like is the one. That's like me in 130. And, you know, sometimes I think, why, why did I actually pick that height? <sighs> like, it, it just randomly out of a hat. Like, yours makes a bit more sense like to want to wear the top hat and tails. Whereas for me, it was a completely random, just that seems like a challenge, which clearly it is because I can't do it. Yeah. Um, 
I want to be able to have jumped that. Wait. So what else is on your list? Um, I've always wanted, and I've never done it, to go to the beach on a horse. Oh, I used to stable it. opposite the beach. It was the best I ever. To, I know. I would have loved to have ridden on the beach. I'd love to take Vince on the beach particularly as well. I How think far away it. are you from the beach? Not even that far. <laughs> How far? Like Norfolk's like a couple, an hour and a half, a couple of hours most. Oh, why have you not done that? That is weird. I don't know. I just haven't got around to it. It's the best. It's like, I can't really go on my own, can I, for a start? I do. Sometimes I go on my own with five horses and literally just ride one after another after another. And we take a picnic. Yeah, but you're not going on your own because you take... Oh, Ben and Henry, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's not... Oh, they don't count, do they not? Well, I'm, I'm I thought you meant own. like no, to but... ride with someone. Well, I, w- I would like to take it a ride It is nicer to ride with, with someone. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Vince would love it. I'd love to take him. Yeah, you know, maybe in January I should start the year as I mean to set off with things that I'm going to achieve. Yeah. And January, beach. Do I'm going to keep... I, yeah, let's keep that. I've got 5C. I'm going to be here sometime. Number three on my list, to ride side saddle. Oh, Again, a bit like your dressage to music. I just fancy a bash it. I think I might be quite good at it, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, and then the four is to write a book, which nearly there. And five, bit of a joke for you lot, Lick Andrew Nicholson. Obviously. Oh, so there we go. That is the bucket list. Yeah. That's a good one. Good bucket list. What the? Oh, I thought you meant the, the whole list, <laughs> not, not just the last one. Not just the last one. <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest with you, it wasn't until you said about the bucket list and I thought about going to the beach and then you've just said, how close are you? And I'm like, oh, a couple of hours. It just sounds really pathetic that I haven't actually done it. Yeah, because like I, where I used to live, I was maybe like, well, sometimes I was five minutes from the beach, but sometimes I would maybe be like half an hour or something, three quarters of an hour hack. But now it's probably an hour and a half in the lorry but still like we we do it a couple of times a year well you know if I had a smaller lorry I would be there so often because it's worth it it's one of the best things that's one of my like happiest memories is on one of my old horses galloping along the beach and jumping oh, over the like little timber bits the little oh, props and things I'm gonna take Vince in January I'm gonna do this new year's resolution and all that get yeah. him there do it just check so the who knows Oh, oh God, don't be throwing that into the mix. Yeah, so no, because sometimes knows? I've gone and then there's been no beach and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy a swim. Well, well, there we go. A bit of water training. Okay, so now we're going to change it up a little bit because we had a couple of really good Wanker of the Week stories. So we are going to move on to Wanker of the Week. So my... I kind of, I don't really have one major wanker of the week. I have two sort of (laughs) semi-wankers. So the first one is Tinkerbell was an utter dickhead the other day. And she ran away and got into the big field, like the big summer field and was literally kicking up her heels, wouldn't let me Mm. anywhere near her. So... I was like, well, you're just going to have to sleep out because I can't yeah. catch you. So what am I supposed to do? So anyway, the next morning, Ben opened the curtains and our bedroom window looks over onto that summer field. And he said, oh, there's a little white pony in the field. <laughs> and I stupidly thought that it was for me. And this... <laughs> I think this is because I'm scarred, basically, from childhood. 
So yeah. did you ever used to go to those riding school things when you were a kid where you went for the whole holiday, like the half term? No, 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 no. Did I used to do the week, the half term weeks? Yeah. So you didn't do no, those? I was, wasn't allowed to, no. So I used to do those. And at the end of every one of those things, somebody used to all get like your rosettes for the little Jim Corner and like most improved and all that sort of jazz. Oh, yeah. And then they would say, somebody's got a special prize. And the person would go up and they would be taken outside in front of everyone. And one of the ponies would have a big fuck off sparkling oh ribbon on it. Oh, my God. And they got to load their pony up and take it away. That's disgusting. That's torture. And honestly, every single course I used to think, this time, this time it's going to be for me. (laughs) I'm going to get the pony and everyone else is going to watch me get the pony. And obviously it never happened. Oh my God, Kate, you're making me want to cry. (laughs) I just, I got a pony and it wasn't the same because it it hadn't come like that. And it just, I don't Mm. know, I just had... You know, and you long for something so, so badly. And so I'll say to Ben sometimes, can you do something magical one year? And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I think I still want that, like, that, oh my God. So anyway, we talked the other day and I said, just one day, would you do something that's really ridiculously magical, that's like the pony on the course thing? How did he propose to you then? Oh, it was quite good, actually. Um, oh, I was really oh there we go. So, but that was. Oh, but that that doesn't count because it didn't involve a pony. So basically, oh, yeah, no, it's when you're saying I want you, yeah, no, I want you to do something magical, it involves pony. basically. Yeah. Okay, I hear you now. It, I'm not interested if it's not ponies. Yeah, hundred no, percent. Okay. So, I'd seen this gorgeous grey for sale, and I was like, oh, just something like buy me a horse like that, and just yeah, don't yeah. tell me, and I just want it in the stable with a big pink bow on it, just something really insane and magical. One day, would you just do that? And he said, one day you can have a horse from this person who's selling the grave. It was like, I can never say the name. I think I'm going to tag her in this or something. Why she chosen a really hard name for me to say? It's like V-E-C-T-H-O-M. How would you say that? V-E-C. Yeah. T-H-O-M. Vectom. Vectom. <laughs> you look Vectom. like your tongue's swollen up. <laughs> I know, but like T-H is th, isn't it? V-E-C would be Vec, as in... Yeah. So Vectom. Or Vectom. I say Vectom, but I feel like I'm wrong. I would, I would say at the most, uh, Vectom's the closest to it. Because Tom, as in Thomas, T-H-O-M yeah. is Tom... For Thomas, isn't it? So, so Vectom, I, say, I would say Vectom. Vectom. Well, that's where I want a horse from. I, ideally, a grey, like 16 1. And this mare was, it ticked all the boxes. It got sold really quickly. I was like, you see, I knew it was a nice one. Anyway, I want a horse from however the hell you say it. Vectom. Ha- We've had this before, actually, haven't we? Because you said, how do you say, I say Clarendon. How do you say it? You said it on the, one of the podcasts Clarendon yeah I think that's maybe I think that's weird I know Clarendon's right Clara what do you what do you say Clarendon Clarendon oh no that's freaked me out what about them glo- I say what them gloves um raw 
what are they called again? Rocal. What do you say? See, I say rockle. Hmm. No. There's so many though, isn't there? I think, like, I don't understand why horsey brands decide, because it's bad marketing really, isn't it? Because yeah, usually yeah. you want a name that is really easy to say and people would feel comfortable using. Yeah. But like, what do you say for Lemieux? Lemieux. I'd say same to you, Lemieux. Okay. Lem- because, Le- oh, Lemieux, Lemieux, Lemieux. Yeah, I've heard. Yes, it's Lemieux. All kinds. I've heard, I've heard, someone else has said sort of like a limo. Yeah, I've, I've heard, heard like more sort of limo. Yeah. Limo, limo, but I say limo. Limo, yeah. And then I call them... I call it escadron, but you say, you've heard someone else say something different, haven't you? I call it escadron, but then someone was like, why do you say it like that? And I said, and then like you think, oh my God, I'm a dick. Yeah. I'm saying it totally wrong. But then I'm she might have been well I think in this situation I think she was the dick but she was adamant I was um she said escadrons escadron yeah she was like I've got some new escadron boots I was like that's weird that's weird yeah and what about verdus do you say verdus verdus yeah I do what what's the difference verdus veridus oh no I I think I have said veridus before now I would say Verdus, but, but no, I might be wrong. But then I do say Verdus. I thought Verdus was different. <laughs> different brand. <laughs> I've just been using the two interchangeably. <laughs> Did you not think it was odd? They were so similar. <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a penis. I'm such a dick. Okay. My one, the one that freaked me out was the time we went to a show and this going, oh, I've got this new Gile. I'm thinking, what the hell's a gilet? And she got it out and I went, um, do you mean a gilet? No, she said, it's a hard G, it's gilet. That I like, word I, divides the nation, I think. You, again, I, I thought, I thought, I've been getting it wrong my whole life. Everyone that I've discussed a sleeveless jacket in front of must be pissing themselves yeah. laughing now at how I've pronounced it. Because they Cause make you saying, really doubt yourself, don't they? And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm like mortified. Gilet. They were like, oh, they were monge too, monge too, whether it's your leg, do you know what I mean? And like Mrs. Bouquet over there saying it like that. And I'm like, oh, God. So is it gilet? Is it gilet? It's gilet. I had a conversation with someone who, and it must have, I remember it being quite a long conversation. Throughout the conversation, she called it a gillet. And I was... I was really struggling to follow the train of thought because I just wanted to say, please, please stop calling it gillet. Please. It's not a gillet. Surely a gillet would need a double L. It doesn't have a gullet, double L. I mean, I can understand to say gilet, but no. Actually, <laughs> oh, I'm so, I'm so confused. It always makes me laugh about this, the fact that Isaac went to a club at school for absolutely ages and he kept saying, oh, don't forget tonight I've got ceramics. And we were like, okay, love. We did not have a clue what this ceramics was. We were like, <laughs> just just that. Do you know what this ceramics is? He's like, no, don't know what ceramics is. Anyway, when he brought home some pottery, <laughs> we realised that he has been going to ceramics. Um, <laughs> I um, love things like that. Like when kids do it, it's hysterical. Yeah. Like my sister was the queen of that. She used to call a Wen- our Wendy house a trendy house. <laughs> <laughs> and we still call hot tubs hot pots. We still drive on a George carriageway. Because that's what I used to call. Oh, it's a George carriageway. <laughs> so, 
Henry has so many because he has speech therapy, like his speeches, he, ha he has loads of letters that he struggles with. And some words, I think there's so many letters in the word that he struggles with that he just makes a completely new word. <laughs> so that's my favorite thing because as he's got older, they're less and less. So I love the ones that have stuck. Yeah, so yeah. He says, instead of, if he wanted to say, oh, that's exactly the same, he says, yeah, that's trekked the same. <laughs> oh, bless him. <laughs> it's a totally different word, Hen. There's no resemblance, but go for your life. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I love when kids do it. Kids are brilliant at it, aren't they? Like we, we always say now, when Oscar, no, it was Isaac actually, if he wanted to be picked up when he was little, he used to call it a day you. He's called day you, day you. And we're like, what does he mean, day you? We knew he knew he meant he wanted us to pick him up. But then we realised it'd be like from us saying to, do you want us to carry you? So right. when we, so he obviously thought that it was called a carry you, but he couldn't say it. So he used to call it a day you. So we still say it a bit now. We still say it they do, like, we've got so many things that me and Ben say that, Henry used to say and Henry now doesn't say and doesn't have a clue what we're talking about but it's stuck for me and Ben yeah 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 brilliant bit so, like uh, the old num nums people now still refer to it after the one when we talked about um uh, non-horsey people and the things yeah. they say about num nums and like if I like people that have listened to the podcast um for example when I was at your horse live someone said to me that's a very posh num num you've got on there <laughs> So we are slowly creating this new language, which I really like. So. You can not say it's as trek the not same as yours. I, I'll trek it, um, <laughs> but not my gillet. No. That, not in my gillet. We need to start some sort of a petition, I think, that everybody needs to be educated <laughs> on how to say gile. But actually, the rest of the words are tricky. And maybe if you could say them and send them to us, and then we could just have a consensus <laughs> whether we're right or, like, or wrong. Or I'll send it like phonetically, you know, when you sort of <gasps> yeah, write, write, write it out how you would say it. And I love when the dinosaur books do that. So that would be really handy. If all those companies could let us know how you want your words, your names. Yeah, please do. Said, because you've chosen weird names. Oh, 100%. They're completely bizarre. So my, we've gone massively off piste again because <laughs> why change? Um, <laughs> my second semi-wanker story was... Um, so we're in the middle of setting up a website. Actually, the website's just gone live for the ponies. And cool. yeah, so my friend who basically organizes my whole life for me and I think is my responsible adult, um, she had said, you know, because I used to do it. So she had said, oh, if you speak to some people who you've sold ponies to before and get yep. what, you know, some testimonials, that would be great for the page. So I said, okay, I'll do that. So this one girl who I've kept in touch with and she's just so lovely she sent me a really long testimonial like Aww. saying lovely things and loads of photos of the pony and it was it was so nice and really complimentary and I tried to send it to my friend who is doing the website for me and so I said to her have you got it and she said yeah yeah I've got it so I'm, I'm sitting waiting while she's doing the website and I got a, friend, a message from my other friend who said oh that's really lovely Katie um, well oh, done. No. And I just was like, oh. What said, have you done? I said to Rachel, Oh my God, I've sent this to Kim. Like, who else have I sent this to? And she said, Oh my God. You done send to all. And you know, when you get that, like, Oh my God. Where you want to vomit. Like, I, I, I basically just sent this really <laughs> positive thing about myself. 
<laughs> to everyone just to like be this is how good I am people could you just praise me oh my god that makes like, me want to sweat like oh I nearly puked like and actually I, I think I'm coming out and sweat just at the thought of you oh you didn't I hadn't sent oh it to god. everyone oh. I just sent it to the people at the top like who I think must be the people that I regularly message, which luckily yeah. are people who I could say, I'm really sorry, I wasn't. Yeah. But, so then I sent my friend a message. And I just said, how lovely are you? That instead of messaging me back, what the fuck are you sending me this for? Yeah, you like, what a She was like, oh, that's really good. But clearly was probably thinking, what the fuck? What like, the fuck is she doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to have to struggle to get her head through any doors. So yeah, that was my wanker and cold sweat real cold sweat moment i feel that i feel that pain i feel that pain you might come out in a cold sweat now with my one. Oh god so um basically um because i've been so busy i haven't really put much laundry away and so we've got like a big pile of clean laundry to be sorted through and sorted out and put away in one of the rooms this morning this very morning i got up and i'm getting dressed and i couldn't find a bra to match my knickers see we've gone around a circle here <laughs> so i thought i need to get like one, one that matches my knickers because i've got a bit of a thing about matching underwear oh, I, I i need to uh, <laughs> not so <laughs> says the woman who put twigs on a christmas present <laughs> I work in a hospital, right? I've seen people that have come in a car somewhere in dodgy underwear and oh they're like always, they're always more mortified by their underwear than they are by the fact that they may have a broken neck. I once so, got hit you know. by a van um, on my horse and so they had to like cut off um, what I was wearing and my mum came in and she was like, Katie, you are in thermals. And I said, well, it's like the depths of winter. So yeah, yeah. And she was like, get it off. I was like, no, I'm not taking it off. And she was like, take the thermals off. Oh, no. My mum was absolutely traumatised. I would have been fine with thermals, provided the top and the bottom match. But they were like, you know, not like a nice base layer. They were like, um, you know, the real old person. Yeah, like with the holes in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they were those. Yeah, I know the ones. I would wear those. Don't worry about that. Anyway, so this morning, I'm getting dressed, realised I didn't have a bra. And so I thought, well... I'll just go and grab one from this pile. And I have to walk past basically the front door, um, which has got a massive pane of glass in it. But I thought, I won't bother putting a dressing gown on. The workmen are all at the other side of the house. They're not going to see me. Apart from the one workman called Chris, who was walking towards the house as I walked past this big <laughs> pane of glass with my tatties out. And I, you know when you do that thing, he saw me. I, I know he saw me because yeah. I saw him. I just dropped to the floor, a commando crawl, <laughs> like a ninja, like, like a ninja. The rest of the way, to go find this bra, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it was just. Have you seen him a, since? Yeah, I thought I need to sort of like a bit like pulling off a plaster. Yeah, I need to get this over and done with. So I quickly got dressed and I I put on. I haven't got it on now because I've got changed again, but I specifically looked for a top that was sort of like a pinky colour. It's quite ingenious. You might think, well, maybe I didn't see her tits. Maybe it was. 
baby. It was just a top. Was it like a pink um, top with nipple bits? Or <laughs> no. And this is the thing as well. You can't really miss my nipples if I'm honest. <laughs> anyway, oh, too much information there. Anyway, uh, so anyway, we. Um, so I had to put this pink top on, and I went out. And I was like, "Oh, do you want a cup of coffee?" And he's like, "He went. He just had a little coffee." Room. <laughs> he was like he went a little bit red and I was like because uh, I've just got to nip out and do something and then I'll make a brew when I come back so it's you know it's like ripping the plaster off we had yeah. to get everything done with I couldn't avoid him but he knew he knew he'd seen my tatties and I knew he'd seen my tatties anyway I told my husband I texted him and I went I can't believe I've done this I've just accidentally flashed my tits at Chris <laughs> <laughs> and my husband sent me a text back going what did you do that for we need him <laughs> are gonna scare off a builder what with <laughs> you flashing at them vince standing menacingly outside the toilet he's bloody builders the, i know i bet they're wondering what the hell they've walked into <laughs> um so yeah so basically i mean you know it's a bit of a list of people that i may have accidentally flashed my tits at over the years it's not like something i do regularly but you know we've all you know had a a little nip slip now and then haven't we so anyway wow. i can now add our builder to my list it's a bit like being on santa's naughty list i don't think anyone really wants to be on it if i'm honest but <laughs> there he is he's on it and uh, he looked terrified he looked quite terrified i wonder if he thinks i did it on purpose yeah, that's maybe. the worst thought they thought because i was walking around with like basically topless I'm like, there was that moment where I'm sweating now. I'm sweating now thinking that he thinks I've done it on purpose. <laughs> All right. So we have got two Wanker of the Week stories. So oh, I've brilliant. substituted questions because I, I like these stories. So the first one is, it's actually about the hoof grease. The, All right. The Bevan Caken. Oh, Bevan Caken. Yeah. Okay. So this is from My Little Welshie. She says that she decided to try out Carla's Bevan cake and hoof recipe oh, from the no. podcast. <laughs> After searching around four supermarkets, I eventually found lard, which I thought was weird because I thought everyone had lard, but anyway. Yeah. Um, I then proceeded to stink out the kitchen, melting it down, by which point I'm in a rush to get it finished and clear up. So I take it off the hob and without thinking to let it cool enough, I pour it into the soup container. Turns out the plastic can't cope with anything quite this hot, so it turns the solid plastic into liquid and melts oh down the God. kitchen sink. Oh, no. That was a job to pull back out the plug once the plastic set. Oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't do things by halves. So, of course, I dropped the pan and splashed it over my hands, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel, I'm feeling a little bit responsible here. The only positive out of all of this is I didn't drop it all down the sink. So I saved half a tub and it's working great. Thanks for that. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. I love and that I that said, was the, I, that, that is, is the not me. the best advert for the homemade hoof grease. And she said, no, no, it says more about my lack of common sense and the hoof grease has turned out great and definitely worth the mess I made. And I promise you there is no lawsuit coming. Thank God for that. Another, another sweating moment um yeah i kind of feel like maybe we should put a disclaimer on each one from now on if we ever do anything like that again um maybe. to be fair to her the epitome of optimistic this girl 
isn't she? I mean, yeah. she's managed to save some of it. She's like, I'm still going to use it. She's you know? and it's sick. She's got third degree burns. Third degree burns. <laughs> Had to pull melted plastic out of her sink and very yeah. positive. This is what we like. We love positive people. Yeah. She is positive. Good she, girl. She would be awesome. like someone who would be great to be a friend because whatever happens, she'd be like, but on the plus side, on the plus side, you've got shiny hooves. You've exactly. burnt your hands to pieces <laughs> and you've blocked your sink. She's having got to lovely put the shiny um, hooves. Hoof, hoof grease on with the brush in her teeth because she can't use her hands. Because they're all like burnt up into yeah. frazzles. Oh my God. But um, yeah, loving the positivity, loving that she's got shiny hooves. And <laughs> loving the fact that she's a bit of a wanker too. I mean, <laughs> what's not to love about this girl? Yeah, we love her. So the next one, she sent me, it was a, a video. So I'm just going to sort of give you the overview of it. So this is Set Fire to the Rain. I like her name because... Very good name. Yeah, Very good I like name. a bit of Adele. Um, so she had just come back from holiday. And is this she, not the one? No, is it it's Set Fire to the Rain, but she spells it R-E-I. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know the yeah. one. Um, so she just came back from holiday and she noticed that one of her horses was missing its brand new neck rug. So she trekked off to find it and found that it was ripped into shreds. So she was trudging back That's to the it. yard with the new neck rug when she disappeared down a drain hole. She fell? <laughs> she fell down a drain hole in the field, which had filled with water. And oh my God. the video, she was literally soaked. Up to a crotch. Oh my god! <laughs> so it looked like she'd wet herself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was amazing. The video she sent. But then what I loved was um, she said, "My stepmom was like, oh my god, that is so dangerous. What if the dog fell down it?'" And <laughs> I was like, "I fell down it, Catherine. <laughs> Me, the fucking dog is feral. He loves being cold." <laughs> So I was like, that's even better. I love that I even love more. That. I love the, the dog thing. That's, pretty, that's absolutely fantastic. Because that is very true. I can't even take my dogs for their vaccinations. I'm like, oh, no, I can't take them. They'll hurt. And then Isaac went, you took me for mine. Like, yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that's like when you had to pretend you had laminitis to get some attention. <laughs> Oh, anyway, mother of the year. We're we looking forward to his Christmas presents. Anyway, set fire to the rain. Um, I hope that you're okay. Um, that is fucking funny. I actually have a little bit of a story of really similar to hers. So I went to sixth form. We had to wear a suit. And so, I, you know, when you're in sixth form, you kind of think you're all that in a bag of potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like strutting down my driveway and Ben was waiting at the bottom of the driveway um, to go to school. And there was a crack in the manhole cover. So mm. as I stood on it, it flipped and I fell down the manhole. So everyone was just like, oh, like, oh my God. As I shot, shot down this manhole in my suit, oh my they, had, God. they had to come and like yark me back out of it. I've still got a big scar on my knee. Were yeah. you stuck? Yes, down the manhole. Did you see? Did <laughs> no, because... I think I think in hindsight I could have, but apparently because it was on our property, then it would have been suing my mum. Oh. I still should have done that. Yeah, I would have saved my parents. 
<laughs> just think you could have had a new horse box. I know. It was more just the sheer mortification of... Mm. And I remember I went into my English class and I was a bit of a nightmare when I was in sixth form. And I went into the class and I was always late. And so I, I strolled in and he said, you're late. And I said, I fell down a manhole. And he just went, sit down. And I sat down and then he said, actually, no, no, I'm going to have to hear more about that. <laughs> that was brilliant. Oh, God. I didn't fall down any manholes when I was a kid. See how lucky you are. I know. Self-lucky. Oh, oh, was I deprived or, or, was, or did I have a charm childhood? Who knows? I would say charmed. My knee was in a right mess. Did um, set fire to the rain? I mean, I hope she didn't injure herself. No. I take it she didn't. She just no. was very wet. She was very wet. She said the water was very cold, though. Give you a bit of a shock, that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Bit like seeing, bit like seeing someone walk past the window <laughs> and no top on <laughs> when yeah. you're just having a day at work. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, I, I'm kind of feeling my winner is the hoof shine lady. Okay. Just for her sheer optimism afterwards. I love the fact that it was like, the fact that she just still scooped it up and put it on her horse's feet. I just think that's wonderful. Should we send them both one? Yeah. It's Christmas. We'll send you both the rosette. Let's send them both one. I think also my builder probably deserves one. Your he? builder deserves I... a medal, never mind a rosette. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already offered him a coffee, he needed a brandy. I know, bless him. Poor guy. To be fair, he's been building for us for quite a while now. So, what, so that's okay not... to show me your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of time frame on these things? Yeah, absolutely. It's not something you do on a first meeting. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I think he's kind of used to the chaos of our life and existence. And you've just upped so, it a notch. Just to get to that next. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably, oh, oh God. I love the fact, I, I also love my own little optimism of trying to find a pink top so I could kind of hope that you would think that I was wearing this off. Yeah. I mean, that's positivity for you. Yeah, absolutely. I tried. I tried not to be sex pest. <laughs> I feel like this episode has been our most random episode ever. We haven't really talked about much horses, have we? No, we've done a lot of tangents. A lot of underwear. Yeah. This was not planned. We've just... No. I don't know if they could tell. <laughs> we've just been <laughs> random. I think we've got a little bit festive, haven't we? We're in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. We That's just, the thing. Maybe, you know, and we've got great fun for them next week, haven't we? Yeah. The next episode is going to be really good, really festive. So we've had some amazing festive stories already. I'm so excited to share them. But if you've got any questions, festive questions or festive stories, quickly send them in because we're going to record that one early. And I vote and I vote we sit with a bottle of wine recording that one as well. Perfect. It's Christmas. I'm in. Definitely. Let's do it. Anything could happen. Well, Keep your top on, will you? <laughs> <laughs> probably will happen knowing me oh, what a tip what a tip literally, literally. <laughs> I think oh, on that well, note I think yeah let's let's we, just leave this now. yeah we're sorry that's all we can really say about this episode we're sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening please listen again it's gonna get better can only, it yeah. can only get better <laughs> oh we're on the way up all right all right bye bye